0: Hey, I'm Jesse. We're taking baby steps through 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We've arrived at verses uh, 15 through 18. Let's look at these collectively. I will most gladly spend and be spent for you. If I love you more, am I to be loved less? Now, granted, I did not burden you, meaning take any kind of salary from the church. I did not burden you Yet, sly as I am, I took you in by deceit. He's being sarcastic now. Did I take advantage of you by any of those I sent you? Remember in chapter 8, we saw that there was this pastor who's well-known by his preaching and is trusted. There's Titus, whom everybody knows and loves and esteems. Right. I, uh, did, did I take advantage of you by, by, uh, by any of those that I sent you? I urged Titus to go, and I sent the brother with him. Again, we don't know this guy's name, but we know that he is well-respected. Titus didn't take advantage of you, did he? Didn't we walk in the same spirit and in the same footsteps? Have you been thinking all along that we were defending ourselves to you? No, in the sight of God, we are speaking in Christ, and everything, dear friends, is for building you uh, so I want to look at verses 15 through 18. I just read through verse 19. I wanted to give you a little bit of context, especially if, you, if you're just jumping back in for, um, after having left the text for a while. Paul is defending his apostolic authority, and he's collecting the offering from numerous churches, the church at Corinth, and the church at Philippi, the church at Thessalonica, the church of, Maced- uh, uh, the church of Berea, those are the Macedonian churches, and he's bringing all of it not in his own pocket. He's not like, hey, put the money in this bag. Like, he's, he's telling the churches, send a representative whom you trust, and I'll bring everybody, we'll all convene at Jerusalem together. As you can picture the, the, the plan, which was executed. According to Romans chapter 15, they did it. They pulled it off what Paul is what Paul is using again pretty intense language here about actually works in Romans 15 you can see that the the caravan arrives they show up they they bail out the Church of Jerusalem it's a beautiful reconciliation uh, reconciliation moment between Jew and Gentile as well because the the Jerusalem church was like the OG if you will it was the it was where everybody started from and then Paul went out to plant these other churches as persecution spread the the, the gospel they they planted churches in Gentile towns and so that deep cultural rift between Jew and Gentile was was healed and bridged by the gospel. So all of this, all, all of this tense behind the scenes stuff would lead to a gift to the church of Jerusalem. The church of Jerusalem wouldn't know what was happening. They wouldn't actually be able to see this letter to the church of Corinth at the time. Have you ever driven to church and you and your family are just like having a knockdown drag out? Like you guys are, you guys are just fed up with each other. And then you arrive at church, you're like, hey, what's up? Redemption Church. <laughs> uh, have you ever done that before? Have you ever been that way before? I feel like that's probably the, the, the delegation from Corinth arriving at Jerusalem. We collected this for you guys just sheerly out of love for you. And we didn't have any drama at all. In the meantime, I, Meanwhile, you and I get the fact we get the facts that, you know, it it took some teeth pulling <laughs> to get this thing to work. Because there were these self-appointed super apostles, as Paul calls them, criticizing Paul's authority and perhaps, I believe in verse 15 through 18, throwing shade on Paul's intentions. I think that they were trying to cast aspersions upon the integrity of the whole campaign, as though they were accusing Paul of collecting this stuff for himself. That's That's what I think he means when he says that I take you in by deceit. Like, uh, in, verse, in verse 16, Now granted, I did not burden you, yet, sly as I am, I took you in by deceit. So uh, he's saying, like, look, I I didn't, I willingly subsidized my own ministry through tent making and, and, and in another uh, instance, through the support of the Church of Philippi, who is way poorer than the Church of, Cor- of Corinth, by the way. Yet, sly as I am, I took you in by deceit. All the while, somehow, I was, I was taking your money after all. Did I take advantage of you by any of those that I sent you? It's not like Titus came in and robbed from the church, or this other pastor that is accompanying Titus came in and robbed the church. Like, no, nobody, nobody took advantage of you. Didn't we walk in the same spirit and in the same footsteps? He's seeking reconciliation. He is defending, uh, I mean, fiercely, the integrity of the whole campaign. He has, numerous times throughout his, his, his writing ministry, Established a giving infrastructure to support a pastor, and then not taken funding himself. There are times where he would receive funds, uh, and uh, they, the, the churches would support him. And he even even brings that up to the Church of Corinth. But for the uh, the majority of the time, he funded his own missionary journey, and his main objective really was to raise campaigns for the building up of uh, of the Jerusalem Church as they had sunk into they had sunk into economic you know uh, economic hard times so uh, Paul is defending the credibility of the whole campaign he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be even falsely accused here he doesn't want Titus to be falsely accused he doesn't want their associate to be falsely accused he's bringing them back to the fact that they have the same spirit we walk in the same footsteps if there is a rift between believers if there's an unspoken tension between you and other people in the church you know that that Satan will use that to drive a wedge between members of churches to, to sow seeds of mistrust, to try to divide the body of Christ. And Paul's words in verse 18 remind us, don't we walk in the same spirit here? Look for those wedges, look for those acts of deceit that the enemy is trying to use to divide you from fellow members of your church. And look at verse 18's message. We walk in the same spirit. We walk in the same footsteps. He'll bring up the same metaphor in the book of Galatians to keep in step with the spirit of God. This is our mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And when we start bickering with each other as Christians and we have internal disputes as Christians, we take our eyes off of the mission. Do you know how many people are going to go to hell today within a mile radius of you? Let us not get stuck in bickers and disputes among ourselves as Christians, especially not needless ones like these, these false accusations, saying, I think Paul's taking the money for himself. I think Titus is here to rob us. I think that other pastor is deceitful. And they're just, they're just throwing darts at these guys. That Guys, we don't need to throw darts at each other. This was totally unnecessary to accuse Paul and Titus and the other guy. Like none of, that, that, Let the devil make the accusations. That's his job. That's what he does. He's called the accuser of the brethren. Right, he, stands, he, tries to, he tries to accuse you of wrongdoing before God. It's what he did to Job, and it's what he does to you. We don't need to accuse each other. We already have the accuser of the brethren. We already have the devil. He's the one who's constantly accusing, 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 accusing. Ugh, like, shut the devil up. Don't join in that game. We walk in the same spirit. We walk in the same footsteps. We have an important mission here, especially if you're at a church in Seattle. Wake up! Stop bickering with each other. Stop throwing shade at people. Stop reading the Christian Post, especially. Stop reading all the gossip magazines. I don't. I don't want to hear about the rise and fall of some other church that the guy who made the podcast had no firsthand knowledge of, and he wasn't there. And we're just obliterating Matthew 18 like stop stop reading christian gossip stop bickering stop throwing accusations stop it all we have a mission there are people going to hell make disciples of Jesus we walk in the same spirit we have the same walk in the same footsteps paul and titus walked in the same footsteps paul and titus and the church of corinth they walk in the same footsteps they have the same spirit they have the same mission the church of corinth was surrounded by lostness so are we here in seattle so don't don't get caught up and the accusations and the darts thrown by the enemy. He does enough of those. We don't need to help him with that. Let's keep in step with the Spirit. Let's move forward with the mission that we have here. Make every effort to protect the unity and bond of love within the church because our mission is too important. Part of the reason that our area is so lost is that our churches have been consumed with bickering with each other. No more. Holy Spirit bring revival to Seattle.